0: Welcome to Beauty and the Gi, the podcast about jiu and way so much more than just jiu I'm Jen Eads, a blue belt full of curiosity and questions about jiu-jitsu and lots and lots of other things.
1: <laughs> and I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt obsessed with jiu
0: Okay, today we are talking about what you're looking for in a coach. Why does this matter? Well, for me... If I if you had not been my coach and I had like some terrible coach, <laughs> I would not I would not be doing jujitsu. So I feel like that makes a big difference on somebody's journey and if they're gonna stick it out or if they're like, mm, no, this is not for me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. A good coach really really matters. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I don't want people to miss out on this. Yeah, yeah. Cause we were talking today in class. I'm coming up on five years. That's crazy. Yeah. And jujitsu years are like dog years. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so you're at like 35 right? years. That's, yes. yeah. That
1: feels right. I'm, I can't even do that bath. <laughs> I know. That's like big math. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, over 140 years. Man, I'm old.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that's why it's important. And so whether you are thinking about starting jujitsu for the first time, or maybe you're, you've got to move and go to a new city and you've got to find a new place to train. Or if you're like, maybe, maybe I should break up with my gym because this is just not working for me. So we're going to talk about coaches and culture and all that fun stuff. Yes.
1: Yes. We're also going to talk a little bit about how we relate it in other aspects of our life. Yes. Um, I, not to toot our own horns, but kind of how we're... Oh, let's do. Okay, let's do. Excellent. Yeah. But you know, like how we're good coaches as a podcast coach
0: and a business coach. Right. Yeah. Ooh, this this is going to get off the mat too.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> what do you as a coach think makes a good coach?
1: I think caring is the
0: number one thing. Like really. Yeah.
1: I think caring about the individual person you know, it's not just about their progress on the mat, but how their life is outside the mat. Mm-hmm. I think really the number one thing is is caring.
0: I hadn't even, that was wasn't even on my list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you asked, and it was my instinct. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the the first thing I think about. what's What's their main priority? Is it the bottom line? Is mm-hmm. it you know, like just a that the gym's like cash cow kind of thing? Or do they care about the individual person?
0: Yeah. What else do you think is important as a coach?
1: Well, you said you didn't have that on your list. So what for you would be one of the number one things? Integrity. Integrity. And what does that mean to you?
0: That means who they are off the mat as well as who they are on the mat. I mean, they could be a great coach or a great competitor and just a horrible person. And I think if you're that horrible person, that's going to show up on the mat, too, some way. Yeah, integrity is just a core value for me anyway. So I think that that's important. And I think a lot of that comes through. It's reflected in caring, too. You do care about me and my safety and my health and what's going on for me off the mat.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like we did an episode, uh, it's been quite some time ago, but, you know, kind of on like, just because you're a black belt doesn't mean that you're a good person. Right. Yep. <laughs> it just means you kept training and somebody gave you a black belt. Right. Yeah, And, you know, like one of my core values, I guess, is that like moral compass. Like I wouldn't want to give a black belt to somebody that didn't represent a role model. Right. Um, but lots of people do. So you can't just say it because they're a black belt they have integrity or they care about you or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's important for me. Yeah. What else, what else for you? Okay. So kind of going with like the caring aspect, like someone who is encouraging, Mm -hmm. right. And you know, we just did a tournament this last weekend. So you get to see both sides. You get to see the coaches that are encouraging you know there was there was one guy local that i was very proud of in listening to him and how he talked to his students and it was more you know like all right you're doing a good job let's you know let's do this you know like i was i was very pleased and then i saw multiple people like screaming at their competitors wow. and you know one guy came off the map kind of a kid you know like probably 20 mm-hmm. and his coach is like i don't care how you feel about it like just like just yelling at him and I don't care for that style of coaching, you know, like they got out there. You're not out there. You know, yeah. I I prefer that, you know, kind of more encouraging aspect. And I've definitely had students that kind of need me to be more mean to them. Mm -hmm. Like they react to that better. Yeah and for me because i'm not good at being mean mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm you know i might be a little more stern in some of my coaching like mm-hmm. hey we've got to do this now but i'm not going to be like you suck don't do that right. you know like which is what they think they need to hear but it's i don't think it really is i think everybody wants to be encouraged
0: i think you're right but i also think a good coach is going to know at what level they need maybe that additional, like, the the change in tone. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, some people
1: don't need coddled, but some people yeah. do. Yeah. You know, and, like, you have to know that. You know, like, I've got one young girl here, like, a, a child, mm-hmm. and she really does need coddled. Like, mm-hmm. she's she needs that extra love and support, and she would – Probably drown at most gyms, you know. Like it, it wouldn't work out for her, and she was registered for the tournament. And I was terrified that she would quit, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) because I was like, she's, you know. But she ended up. We kind of helped build a bracket that would be people that um, was a little better for her because Mm -hmm. she's only been in jujitsu a few months, and she's, you know, very easily broken mentally. Yeah. Um. And so we wanted to give her a good experience. You know, like that was more important than her wins or losses. It was just really. Being gentle with her, and some people need that. Some adults still need that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think when you're when you're building a new skill, like jujitsu, is so easy to feel like you suck at uh, every yeah. level, right? Yeah, and it's really hard to get outside yourself and recognize where you don't suck. Mm-hmm. So you need somebody that can do that for you. Yeah, I often tell students and friends, like, don't listen to your head talk, listen to mine. Like hear me in your head, not you. Yeah. That's way
0: better. (laughs) At at least for me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, really, you know, like, cause it's easy for us to end up on that downward spiral. Yeah. But if you can hear my voice and hear me saying like, you've got this, you've been here before. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I think that's helpful. For sure. Yeah. How do you encourage your podcast clients? Well, I'm very mean to them. (laughs) Great. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Use my mean voice. Yeah. Get it done. Get it to me on time. (laughs) It's a, it's such, there's a lot of head trash sometimes with it, that whole stepping into your voice or finding the courage to show up, knowing that you have something to say is one thing, but then finding the courage to actually step into it and own it and put it out into the world. And not worry about the technical pieces of it or how you're going to be judged. Like there's so much that goes into that, that I am that voice of reason for them. Like we'll work on the content, but bottom line, like your audio quality sounds great. And that's a great place to start. And the other things we can fix.
1: Yeah. We can improve on.
0: Yeah. I feel like I get to be that voice of, you know, the cheerleader and the encourager and say, hey, this was great, and here's where there's room to improve. Yeah, And if something's really bad, I'm not going to let them put it out into the world. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. You know, there's that. And again, a lot of that goes back to integrity and the level of excellence that I want. Like if somebody's working with me or I'm listed as a producer and editor on their show, it has to sound a certain way or I don't want my name on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So if anyone doesn't know, Jen does podcasting for a living yes. <laughs> um, and she edits and um, t- tell them a little bit, like, what all do you do? I help
0: people with the launch. So the coaching So if they're like, hey, I think I want to start a podcast, but I don't really know where to start and how to do any of this. Then I'm your girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Definitely. Definitely. And then the editing and the production and all the nerdy technical things that yeah. I love. The, you know, like I talk about it with business clients all the time, like people
1: get into the business because they want to do the thing. You know, right. like they open a jujitsu school because they want to do jujitsu all the time. Yeah. Not because they know how to run a business. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So like, you know, for the podcasting, they, they want to talk about the subject they know about, Yeah, but they don't want to do all of the the nerdy stuff that is behind the scenes. They right. don't want to learn how to edit and make it
0: sound good and all of that. So that's what you're there for. Yeah. And honestly, some days, I'm like I don't want to edit our podcast. I just want to put it out. I just want it to be out. I just want it's it to good, be it's done. good enough. <laughs> but I learned a very good lesson, like with trying to do the video piece mm-hmm. of it, and like just figuring out what is sustainable. Yes, and just just do that. Yeah, and if you think about that as even with jujitsu what's sustainable for you to go train? Is it four or five times a week? Is it twice a week? Like what can you actually do and show up consistently and show up as your best and not quit? Yeah. What makes you not want to quit because you get so overwhelmed? Right. And so either way, like whether it's, you
1: know, that you're showing up too much and it's exhausting or you're not showing up enough. So you're not learning consistently, you know, like you're not able to try to put the moves into practice and, yeah, I think finding what's sustainable for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and being a good coach is recognizing that yeah. and allowing that. You know, mm-hmm. like if somebody said, you know, I want to put out a podcast once a month, great, then that's what we're going to do. You know, yeah. like if if they want to come to class once a week, okay, like twice would be better, but yeah, if once is all you can do, once is better than nothing, but you have to consistently show up that one day a week. Mm-hmm. Like I think that goes into like holding them accountable.
0: Oh, yeah, that I feel like for me, that's one of the biggest, biggest things is I know that you're gonna ho- like, if I don't show up, mm-hmm. and don't tell you that I'm not coming. Yeah, I'm gonna get a text. like, yep. Where are you? Yep. I am
1: the crazy coach that if you if you're mm-hmm. not here on a day, you're normally here. Yeah. I'm like, uh, are you good? Did I know you'd be out today? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely. And, you know, like kind of talking about like with the business coaching stuff, because I was, you know, we kind of left the encouragement side for a second. But yeah, as a business owner, you don't get a lot of kudos. No, you know, like you can see your bottom line or whatever, is Mm -hmm. it getting better or whatever, but you don't get a lot of encouragement as a business owner. So that is part of my job as a business coach is to tell you where you're doing a good job and where to double down and where to back off and, you know, just like in jujitsu. Mm hmm. I can tell you, your game is really good in this position. Let's work off of that. And anytime you're in this position, let's try to get out of it. It's like, yeah. that's not your best place. Let's move on from there.
0: I think something I really value in a coach too, whether it's business or jujitsu or anything, is I need somebody to help me get out of my own way. Like mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, I it's me, hi. <laughs> I'm the problem, <laughs> it's <Yep>. me. <laughs>
1: Definitely. Give me some examples of that, like from a jujitsu standpoint.
0: Okay. So even today, Ezekiel's from everywhere. It was a wonderful, wonderful class. <laughs> yeah. But just knowing that, oh, I, I'm i not getting my arm through enough and yep. go, going all the way to my bicep to really finish it. Like, why, why do I not finish this sometimes? Well, because I kind of do it halfway. Yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like I can do Ezekiel's from anywhere. From anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, it's it's crazy how we
1: recognize those little details.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: you we just said you've been training almost five years. Yeah, I can't imagine how many times we've right. done Ezekiel. And Ezekiel's are one of your favorite moves anyway. Yeah. And that we can still improve upon them five mm-hmm. years in.
0: Yeah. It's great. Well, and scissor sweeps last week when you showed us the one thing and I was like, that is the dumbest thing. Have you shown us that before?
1: (laughs) That's always one of my favorite questions. Have you been hiding that? No, you maybe just didn't pay attention the first time or maybe you missed that class or, you know, like whatever. But typically it's just that you were like, yeah, okay, I get it. I got it. And then you look at it through a new lens and you're like, Oh, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think continual improvement is just a really cool thing, mm-hmm. you know that like at a two stripe blue belt or a black belt, I can still learn things and go, hmm, that's that's different than I was doing it before, and I actually like that a lot better. It's what keeps us doing jujitsu. Oh, for sure, it's what keeps you know. Like I've got clients that I've had for a decade. One of my clients, um, he just did his taxes because you know mm-hmm. that's how it is yeah. sometimes. Yeah, um, and realized that even after almost a decade of working with me last year was his best year yet he like tripled his gross he almost doubled his like income like Mm -hmm. yeah it's really cool to see like continual improvement even though he's heard the same basic things from me over and over
0: yeah what I love is I can come to class it may not be something new which is great because sometimes my head It doesn't really need new stuff. We just need to fix what's already in there, like my (laughs) Ezekiel. I think the more you see it and the more you're familiar with it, then you can make those little incremental things that make all the difference Yeah. when your coach points those out to you. So for you,
1: you're five years in. So not very often do you see brand new things. You know, like you're seeing some new things here Mm -hmm. and there, but not a lot. How would you encourage the person that's brand new that is only getting... New information because you just said, like, sometimes my brain can't handle that.
0: How would you help that person? Since I have started taking more videos Mm -hmm. in class, just being able to go back and review those because then all the details are there. Yeah, like I used to just write them down in my notebook, but now when I can go back and watch the video, and you're like, and this is a detail, (laughs) this is important. (laughs) And just to have that reminder of like, oh, yeah, if I really want to finish this, this is the little thing that I think was getting just forgotten or lost or whatever. And I'm very likely to have my phone in my hand more so than my jujitsu notebook. That's true. That's very true. So, you know, if I'm just waiting somewhere, I'm like, oh, I can watch jujitsu videos because I'm that girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good, too. And, like, you know, definitely there's lots of content online. um, Yeah. Instagram or YouTube or TikTok Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, But sometimes it's hard to vet that. Right. So, you know, at least if you are able to record in class, which not all schools allow. Yeah. But if they do and you can record in class, then... You know, you're watching what your coach wants. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm big on, you know, like it doesn't have to be my way. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm going to show you stuff I hate. I don't like it. I don't pull it off, whatever. But it's stuff that maybe it'll be your favorite. You know, but I at least know that I guess the moves I'm teaching have integrity. Yeah, and you can't always vet that right from an online standpoint.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's good to just be able to watch your own coach teaching the moves, and you're like, okay, that's it. Super helpful. What else do you find, um,
0: like, valuable in a coach? Something else that's important to me is cleanliness of the gym.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So not just in the coach, but in the gym itself. Right. Yeah. Because I think that goes
0: to culture. (laughs) And again, we're back to integrity. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a, that's a little piece of that that's really important. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, and it's just the little things you notice, you know, like, is the bathroom clean? Are the mats clean? Like, how does it smell?
0: I think I just ham- had it hammered in me that like how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I think it matters. And I also think I look to that coach as a leader. So what is the culture of that gym? What are what kind of people are training there? Are they Are they inclusive? Does it feel welcoming and inviting and encouraging? Or does it feel like people just want to break me when I walk through the door? Yeah because I'm not going to go to that one. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, you know, like we have students that cross-train here on a regular basis that cross-train here because they feel like it's an environment where it is inclusive and they can learn. And, you know, just that like they feel like they can't leave their own gym. Mm-hmm. You know, there's kind of that like almost bully aspect of it, you know, mm-hmm. like because they want to break them or, you know, like. But yeah. um, so they feel a weird loyalty to them, like they, you know, yeah, kind of cult-like, which is at a lot of gyms, yeah. But then they want to come cross-train so that they can have that love for jujitsu still, yeah. And yeah. we're fun. We are fun. <laughs> there's, there's a reason we consider ourselves the chaos crew,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> it brings a lot. It does. <laughs> we have a good time. That makes me feel also not pressured. I'd never have felt pressured that I had to go compete everybody's showing up for their own reasons. Um, I turn 52 tomorrow. So the day when the podcast comes out, it'll be my birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) And, you know, I'm in a different place in my life than a lot of people. Yeah. That I train with. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Than the majority. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's good to not feel that pressure. Like I've got to go compete or I've got to you know, try to murder everybody. Cause that is right. just not who I am. Yeah. At this stage.
1: And, you know, like if you want to compete, it's for your own reasons. Right. You know, like I encourage people to compete yeah. always. I think it's good for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and it is really good for team building. Yeah. You know, like you saw it leading up into this last competition. Yeah. And now we have like 13 traveling down to Nashville to compete yeah. next month. It is really good for increased training and team building and all of that. But I'm never going to force you to. I want you to do it because you want to do it. No matter why you want to do it. I want it to be your choice.
0: And I still felt valued even though I wasn't. I'm like, but I know that I can show up and be a good training partner. Absolutely. Make those kids work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something we talked a lot about. Like, we were
1: only ready for the tournament because of everyone. Yeah. It's not just the people competing, getting each other ready. It's everyone Yeah, upping their training and helping everyone get
0: ready. I'm better because everyone was training so hard. I'm like, yeah, oh my Gosh, they are wearing me out, (laughs) like more so than usual. (laughs) Good. That's
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. And we even said five or six weeks ago, we were like, our gym is good from a technical standpoint. Mm -hmm. They get the moves, but I wouldn't call us lazy, but maybe a lot of lazy. You know, like we were, (laughs) we were just kind of lollygagging. lollygagging. That sounds like a good, yeah. Um, And so when we picked it up, you could tell before Mm -hmm. the tournament, like, people weren't gassing as quickly. Like we really picked it up a lot and I was very proud of that.
0: I think that's going back to have the sign of a good coach too. It's like you recognized where we needed yeah. improvement and came up with a plan and implemented it and thank did you. it. Thank you, thank yeah. <laughs> you. Well, I mean, even in January or whatever,
1: um, we started talking about like our standup is lacking. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone, not everyone, but like jujitsu as a whole, lots of people lacking standup. Yeah. Um, so we started as a gym doing a takedown of the month and that has made everybody so much more confident on their feet. Yes. It's been it's been really good to see. And like I had a guy come in that had trained all over. He was like a traveling nurse and he was like, "I've never seen a gym do so much stand up." Like you guys wow. are really good. And I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's very impressive. Like everybody's been working really hard. So I'm very proud of that. Nice. Also, you know, we have that connection with a judo team. So yeah. that's been helpful too to have them come in and do some judo with us. So.
0: very helpful.
1: Even if we're not sure if we actually like it or not
0: right so I'm love still hate. I'm still on the fence but just having the opportunity to see it and experience it and kind of know like oh stuff's gonna happen here I need to be prepared for
1: this <laughs> actually at the tournament on Saturday this guy was like Kazushi and I was like she's gonna try to get you off balance <laughs> I was like thanks Jordan <laughs> I knew what that meant <laughs> It makes a difference. Yeah. It really does. Yep, It does. It does. Just knowing it. And I talk about it all the time in class. Like if you know how to do a submission, you know, the beginning of how to get out of it. Yeah. If they want to break me down, then I don't want to let them if they want, you know, like whatever. Yeah. But the same with judo. Knowing a little bit of judo helps me defend against people doing judo. Yeah. It helps a lot.
0: Yeah. But I'm just worried about my feet the whole time. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, that happens. It does. It's, it's a work in progress. <laughs> it is. it yeah. is. That's, I'll keep showing up. It's all a work in progress. Always. Life. <laughs> See, it's jujitsu and so much more. And so much more. <laughs> so much more. What else do you think? What do you look for in a coach?
1: I think somebody that can... Judge my progress against myself and not against others. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, like looking at us like we are older, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like oftentimes I'm, you know, like not morning class, thank goodness. But, you know, like night class, I'm like, well, oh, I'm the oldest person in the room. Bye. I'm a golden girl. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, like I think I can't judge everyone's progress against everyone else like I can't judge you against all the other blue belts right that's not fair you're not the same and so I think somebody that can take a little bit of an
0: individual it goes back to caring about the individual person that's one of the things that I value in you because uh I might be guilty of judging myself against the other blue belts yeah it's hard not
1: to yeah like we another episode the comparison is the thief of joy oh yeah right It is really hard not to, mm-hmm. but it's not against them. It's just not. It's everybody has their own path, their own journey. It's it's you against you. Yeah. It's you being better than you yesterday, like, and you can't get better every day. You want to, mm-hmm. like, some days are bad, yeah. like, and that's okay. Shake it off. Come back tomorrow <laughs> or next week or whatever your schedule is. But <laughs> but you know, in general, yeah, that's a good one.
0: And again, that goes back to just having somebody outside of you that lives outside of your head. <laughs> exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they can't hear all that Joe pesci <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All the cuss words and so bad in there sometimes. <laughs> so bad.
1: <laughs> I think those are some good things. Do we have any other thoughts of things we're looking for in a coach or a gym? Well, I
0: did make kind of a checklist. Ooh, okay. What you got? Yeah cuz you know I do actually prepare for episodes sometimes. And Beth is always like if I come to a crossroads and need to make a decision, she's like, "Did you make a pro and con list?" <laughs> like I've heard that for so long, for like 23 years now that I'm like, I should probably make a list. Yes. <laughs> Get it on paper and out of my head. So, if you are thinking about breaking up with your gym or moving to a new town or If you're thinking about starting jujitsu, which makes my heart so happy. And if you are thinking about starting jujitsu and you heard this episode, we really need you to message us and just let us know. Yeah. Because we love to hear from you. So here's my list of things that I value. And this list might change depending on your goals and your values and those things. But it's a good good place to start. So integrity, safety, on and off the mat, kindness, Persistence. Like, I want a coach that's going to keep showing up and it's going to encourage me to keep showing up. Patience. (laughs) (laughs) I need a lot of patience. That's definitely one we should have talked about for sure. (laughs) Inclusivity, cleanliness, accountability, like somebody that will hold me accountable, encouraging, and someone that's supportive of even the non competitors. That's my list.
1: That's good. I like yeah. it. Do you feel like there's any part of that that's like a full-blown deal breaker for you?
0: I think integrity and safety. Yeah. Those would be the two. If I don't feel, I mean, you have always said, don't break your toys. That's just a core value. Yes. Yes. Is <laughs> Put into practice and we are reminded of it daily. Yes. Because most of us, like we have jobs. Yeah we have families, we have other responsibilities. And the fact that we get to come here and train is amazing and awesome and so good for us. But we need to walk out of here like the whole person (laughs) that we came in as. Yeah, And I think that safety off the mat too, like if there's a creeper or any of that, like I just, I want somebody that is, I feel like they have my back inside the gym and out.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love your list. I think that's a really good list for people to kind of think about, like,
0: does your gym or your coach check those boxes for you? Yeah. And we want to know what we've missed. Like, what is on your list that you think we should add to this? Yes. So message us on Instagram or hanging out there at Beauty and the Gee podcast. And I'm going to add this. If you're listening in Spotify, this will be the Spotify question. Nice. If anybody wanted to start a podcast Mm -hmm. and they wanted to potentially hire you to do so, Mm -hmm. how would they go about that? they would go to BrassyBroad.com or they would just message me on Instagram at BrassyBroadJen. Nice, very
1: nice. And if you're looking to be one of my business clients, I run a jujitsu mastermind and I do some private client work. Um, Just message me on Instagram. Or Do you work with other businesses besides jujitsu? I do, I do. I I work with people that do jujitsu, that have businesses. I work with people who have jujitsu businesses. And then I have an in-person mastermind as well that is all non-jujitsu people running all kinds of different businesses. So (laughs) yes, I run the gamut. And I've been doing business coaching for a little over 10 years now. So
0: yeah, I enjoy it a lot. All right, friends, we want to hear from you. You know where to find us. You know where we're hanging out. As always, if you have ideas for episodes, message us, let us know. We get our best episode ideas from you all. So thanks for listening. And we will see you on the mat. Beauty and the Ghee is a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company and brought to you by Role Model Grappling. 32 minutes. Oh, my My God.